Chapter 11 of Nero the Circus Lion by Richard Barnum. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Kenneth Sergeant Gagan. Chapter 11 Nero and Blackie. The first thing any wild animal does when it runs away is to find some dark place and hide, even though it may be hungry. An animal, when frightened, will nearly always hide until it can look about and make up its mind what to do. Nero, the circus lion, who got loose from his cage when it rolled down the hill in a storm and broke open, did this thing when he had stood for a moment in the rain and darkness, feeling the soft mud squidge up between his claws and when he had roared a bit because he felt so wild and free. Nero sneaked off in the darkness toward some trees and bushes which he had seen in a flash of lightning. That may be the jungle, he had said to himself. But of course you and I know that it wasn't a jungle that was far, far away across the sea in Africa. He stood for a moment, listening to the shouts of the circus men who were standing about the broken cage. They could not see Nero in the darkness, nor even when the lightning flashed, for the lion crouched down behind some black bushes. "'Well, Nero got away all right,' said one of the circus men. "'Yes, and we must get him back,' said the man who had trained Nero to do his tricks. "'Folks don't like lions wandering about their farms and garden. "'I must find my pet here. "'Nero, Nero, come back,' called the trainer. "'Even though the lion liked the man who had been so kind to him, "'Nero was not yet ready to go back to the circus. "'I've just gotten out of my cage,' said Nero to himself, "'and it would be too bad to go back before I had some fun. "'So I'll just run on and stay in the jungle a while.' "'Nero felt very happy.' It was a long time since he had been able to roam about as he pleased, and though he had no raincoat or umbrella, not even rubbers, he didn't mind the storm at all. Animals like to get wet. Sometimes if the rain is not too cold, it gives them a bath, just as you have yours and I have mine. This is certainly is fun, said Nero to himself, as he trotted along through the rain and darkness toward the trees. I'll find a good place to hide and stay there all night. It did not take Nero long to find a hiding place. It was sort of a cave down in between two big rocks in the woods, and it was almost as good as the cave in which he had lived in the jungle with his father and mother, and Chet and Boo. I wish my mother and sister and brother were here now, thought Nero to himself, as he snuggled up on a bed of dry leaves between the rocks. The leaves were dry because one rock stretched over them, like a roof. And if Switchy were here, he and I could have some fun tomorrow, going about this new jungle, thought the lion boy. But Switchy, the lion cub with whom Nero used to play with, was far off in Africa, so our circus friend had to stay by himself. He curled up on the leaves, listened to the swish and patter of the rain, and so he fell asleep. Now, when Nero was hiding, thus in the cave, he had found the circus men were anxious to find the lion. They got ropes and lanterns and had a new empty cage made ready, so that, in case Nero was found, they could give him a new home. Then, while Nero's trainer and some men, to help him, hunted for the lion, stayed behind. The rest of the circus went on, to where it was to give a show the next day. No matter what happens, the circus must go on. There is, if any of it is left to travel. 
Accidents often happen like this one, getting cages stuck in the mud and animals sometimes getting away. But I'm not going to tell you just now about the circus men who stayed behind to hunt for Nero. They did not find the lion very easily. This story is mostly about Nero, so we shall now see what happened to him. All night long Nero slept in the cave, lightning and thundered, but he did not mind it, nor did he mind the rain, for though he had been wet, he liked it, and in the cave under the rock no more water could splash on him. When Nero awoke, the sun was shining through the leaves and branches of the trees and down in through the tangle of the bushes in the front of the cave where Nero had hidden. The lion rolled over, stretched out his heavy paws with their big curved claws, and opened his mouth and yawned, just as you have often seen your cat or dog yawn after a sleep. Well, said Nero to himself, I guess I'll look around this jungle and see if I can find any breakfast. I'm hungry, and that nice trainer man isn't here to give me anything to eat. I'll have to hunt for it myself, and I used to do that when I was at home. We'll see what kind of animals live here. Nero soon found that it was quite different from the jungle in Africa. The trees were not so big, nor were there so many of them, and the vines and bushes were not so tangled. It was not quite so hot either, though this was the middle of summer, and there were not as many birds as Nero was used to seeing in his home jungle, nor were there any monkeys swinging by their tails from the trees. It was quite a different jungle altogether. But Nero liked it better than his circus cage. Now for something to eat, said Nero. When he had finished stretching, he stepped from the little cave out into the bright sunshine and looked around. He wanted to make sure there were no men nearby who might catch him and take him back to that queer house on the wheels with iron bars all around it. Nero saw nothing to make him go back into his cave. Up in the trees, the robins and the sparrows sang and chirped, but if they saw the tawny yellow lion moving about like a big cat, they paid no attention. They did not seem to mind Nero at all. And pretty soon Nero found something to eat in the woods. He had not forgotten how to hunt, and he had done that in the jungle, though it was rather a long time ago. When Nero sniffed and sniffed until he found a spring of water at which he took a good drink, had something to eat, and something to drink, I feel much better, he said to himself. I must have some fun. So he looked about, wondering what he could do. It was sort of a vacation for him, for you see, he didn't have to do any of his circus tricks. Let's see now, thought Nero. I wonder... Then all of a sudden, the lion heard a rustling noise over in the bushes at one side. He gave a jump, as your cat does when it, something startles her. Nero wanted to be on the watch for anyone who might be trying to catch him or trap him. Then Nero saw a small black animal walk slowly out from under a big bush. The animal was something like a little tiger, except that she was plain black instead of being striped yellow and black. At first Nero was much surprised. Hello there, called the lion in animal talk, which is the same all over the world. Hello there, who are you and what are you doing? Oh, I'm Blackie, a cat, was the answer. Once I was a lost cat, but I'm not that way any longer. And who are you, if I may ask? End of chapter 11. Recording by Kenneth Sargent Gagan.